0: going on, Tan and J Man Show Nation? It's six thirty on a Monday night on July tenth, to be exact. So you know what that means—a brand new episode of the Tan and J Man Show streaming live on the ISC Sports Network, as well as the ISC Sports Network Twitter page and their YouTube channel. Go uh, give them a follow on Twitter if you haven't already. I at ISC Sports Net and subscribe to their YouTube channel, and also streaming live on the Tan and J Man Show Facebook page. So go like our Facebook page if you haven't done so already. With all that said, I'm a little out of breath, so I'm going to bring in my returning co-host, Justin J-Man Munt. Good
1: to be back. Good, Good to have to you be back, J-Man. Be back. Um, <clears throat> I'm well rested, so the takes will be fire, even more fire than usual. Hot takes,
0: topics, picks, and more coming out of the J-Man tonight, but uh, we do want to give a thank you to a friend of the show, Aaron Lynch, for filling in once again last week for the J-Man. It was a uh, golf and NBA heavy pod, but uh, I think think the people still enjoyed it, and lucky for you, J-Man, you got to miss out on the Ricky Fowler uh, victory
1: talk that I've been waiting
0: for over four years to spew
1: yeah, I uh I'm very okay with uh Aaron Lynch taking my uh taking the bullet for me on that one.
0: And you know I said last week, I don't know if you caught any of the podcasts or not, I said if if you being off the podcast or taking a break is what was needed for Ricky Fowler to win, you can take as many breaks as you need to, my friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gonna be the last win for a while, probably. It might be, but,
0: uh, you know, uh, especially with the dramatic fashion happening, going to take it and enjoy it for a little while. So, But uh, the big question going in tonight is do you have the birdie or bogey ready for me tonight? Because we are tied, my friend. We yeah. are tied.
1: Anthony Edwards has scored 4,871 career points, which is the fourth most by a player before turning the age of 22 years old in NBA history. Can you name the three guys he trailed? I think I have one. <laughs> I don't know about the other two because he just signed a five-year rookie max deal that could be worth 260 million dollars. um It's a lot, of, a lot of money.
0: Must be nice. Must be nice.
1: Must be real nice. Yeah.
0: That Moody on Facebook's comments: No more days, days, uh, no
1: more off days for you. No off days, oh, man. <laughs> be working myself to the bone. <laughs>
0: Uh, but no—that's a good, that's a good trivia question. That's. Uh,
1: that's Bo- I'm I'm a little out of practice. Forgot about the sponsor here. Uh, Birdie Bogey is brought to you by uh, Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House is uh, has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere. Located 703 Main Street in Rochester, it's Wing Day. Two dollars smoked whole wings and one dollar off domestic beers every single Monday. One of these days, I'm going to have to take some time off work, both of us, well, I guess I guess you could work and uh, do the show from Arlington Public House.
0: Yeah, we need to set that up. We can, uh, I'm sure we can do that, actually, pretty easily. We just got to do it. Got to so. I like that. We've never done a live remote podcast in the no? seven years. I mean, we've, we've done it from different locations, my parents' house, my old house, now, virtually, but we've never done it from, like, a restaurant or anywhere, so.
1: What greater restaurant to do, to do it at?
0: Might just have to do that. <clears throat> um, well, uh, since I didn't think we'd have a ton of NBA talk tonight, but my word association segment is NBA related. Let's jump right into that. Yeah. Since you had the birdie or bogey, that was NBA related. Let's jump right into that. Have you watched any of the NBA Summer League? That was probably a dumb question to ask, but that
1: was, that was a, yeah, there's usually no dumb question. But that that was that's on the list.
0: Uh, I haven't watched much. I did watch, a, I don't even know. Who, oh, it might have been the Spurs the other night that was on. I yeah. caught
1: up a little bit. I, I did see Wemby's, I, I didn't see it, but I, like I saw the stat line, he was terrible in his first game. People are calling him a bust and he goes off to 27 <laughs> and 12. Uh, yeah. People he, are he, he's stupid. Probably, he's probably a little nervous, I'm yeah. imagining.
0: And people uh, are stupid.
1: And the and the Spurs are shutting him down because they don't want another Chat Holmgren situation. Sure, this smart. Sure,
0: sure. Well, and the Britney Spears fan base is <laughs> yeah, coming out yeah. Wembley pretty pretty hard, pretty hard though. Uh, and that,
1: and she and she smacked herself. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you saw the video, but she, I did uh, see the video. I she she smacked herself.
0: I I did watch the video. It's. Uh... It was something. It was something. Yeah. It's out there. Go check it out on social media if you don't know what we're talking about. Um, so I have a list of NBA Summer League MVPs oh, from boy. over the years. Some of them are bigger names than others, so I'm trying to leave the ones I don't think you have much to say or maybe you haven't even heard of off and trying to get the ones that you've heard of on there. Uh, starting with last year, uh, Keegan Murray.
1: Oh, really? He had a really good rookie year. Um, what's up, upstart. Sacramento Kings. Um, they could be around for a while. They're pretty young, good, um, good shooter. For the best, the best Iowa player of our lifetimes, probably. Uh, brother's pretty good too, but uh, Keegan's a little better.
0: Uh, this is kind of a it's it's NBA related, but it just kind of put the light bulb on my head. I saw this earlier today, so I want to want to quiz you real quick. Who's the only NBA team to not have a playoff win in the last decade?
1: Oh.
0: Charlotte Hornets. Good guess, but it's the Detroit Pistons. Don't have a single playoff win in the last decade. Man. Maybe that'll change soon.
1: I remember you gave me a, uh, it was like, what team doesn't have a playoff series win forever? And I remember the Hornets were the answer, so I thought maybe.
0: Yeah, they're the longest without a series win, but they have made the playoffs and at least won one game in the last decade, but not the Pistons. Not the Pistons. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Um how about Josh Hart back in twenty eighteen?
1: Oh man, Nova's finest. He he was really good at Villanova. And he's been a pretty good NBA guy too. Um see a second round pick? Or undrafted even?
0: Um, he, he was last pick of the first round.
1: Last pick of the first round. I knew he was pretty late. Um for NBA draft standards, but uh, no, he's he's been a really good pro. I mean, he's with, he was with who was he was with Memphis, wasn't he? Uh, I believe wasn't he? Well, he's he's with the Knicks now, isn't he? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes, he is. Those yes, were yes.
1: that was a really good Villanova team. Him and Jalen Brunson and Arch Diacono and Chris Jenkins.
0: Uh, let's, let's see here, Lonzo Ball, 2017.
1: I don't know if he'll ever play again and it's his daddy's fault believe it or not. Um, they they blame his I believe it. And I believe it. Constant knee issues on the big baller brand tennis shoes that supposedly were not uh, were not made very well and um, it's, it's his dad's fault but of course his dad's never going to own up to that or probably apologize to him even, but no my my brand's the best. <laughs> I'm glad we don't hear from that guy as often as we used to. Yeah.
0: Uh, we'll go back a year prior to that, 2016, Tyus Jones.
1: He's turned out to be a pretty good uh, NBA point guard. Uh, he was with Memphis, too, I believe. Um, or he has been with Memphis. I don't know where he is. Yeah, um, he Duke was Duke, with
0: so. Minnesota when he won
1: the yeah. Summer League MVP. He's uh, he's an NCAA champion uh, at Duke. Uh, that was a really good Duke team as well. Uh, most most NCAA champion teams are pretty good, I guess. But uh, uh, Tyus was the... Um, was the person that made it all happen? How
0: about uh, Giannis Valachunas, 2013?
1: He's had a good NBA career. Uh, it seems like he's been around forever. Obviously, ten years now. He's only—I think he's only 31. I think he's already 12
0: years. He was 2011 uh, fifth overall pick.
1: Pretty sure he's born in '92, and he's been in the NBA for 11 years. Um, but uh, no, he's he's had a good career, bounced huh. around a little bit with uh, Toronto and uh, Memphis. Seems like all these guys are Memphis guys. Uh, let's see here. Damian Lillard. Uh, superstar. Um, mm, yeah, superstar. Uh, he probably needs to get out of Portland, uh, and he's asking out. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how long it takes them to actually trade him. Because uh, they, they don't have to do it. He signed the contract. Uh, guys need to start. Uh, if if they want out, they shouldn't have signed the contract to begin with. He signed through 2027. Um I think guys should start honoring the contract more. Or, or teams should stop should stop caving in and uh trading these guys. It it, yeah. it took the Pelicans a while to trade Anthony Davis though after he asked out. So it'll be interesting to see if he's trading by yeah, like, game 1. I'd
0: like to see more teams put their foot down a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Uh John Wall
1: it feels like he's barely played past couple years because of injury. Uh, he was one of the better point guards in the NBA early in his career. He was great at Kentucky, obviously, but he uh, even had a song written about him. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it seems like he's kind of um, veered into irrelevance here recently.
0: Well, he's been traded a bunch, too. Yeah. A few more here. Blake Griffin.
1: Blake, he, I mean, his career's lasted a long time. He was an absolute superstar, one of the best dunkers in the NBA. And then he's kind of transformed his game because he can't rely on athleticism um, for that long. And now he's kind of a three point shooter. He's got a little finesse to his game now. And he's a good bench guy. He's bounced around. In fact, I, uh, I saw something about um, um, Zion today that he refuses, refuses to even work on like adding like a floater or like a mid-range jumper, he's just wanting to go and dunk on him. And and somebody said, oh, look, look at Blake. I mean, he completely changed his game, and he kind of willed a terrible Detroit Pistons team to the playoffs one year. Um, obviously, they didn't win a game in the playoffs. I learned that today. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of a decent comp for Zion, see if he actually uh, pans out or not.
0: He's got a lot, a lot of off-the-court issues going on
1: right now, yeah. too.
0: Uh, three more here. Jared Bayless.
1: Uh, he was an Arizona guy, wasn't he? Yep. yep. Um, he uh he whooped Illinois one year. Uh, shocker. I, think, I knew. Uh,
0: How did I know that was coming?
1: Yeah. Uh, he he and Chase Buttinger, um 2008, I believe, non-con. Uh, it, it was actually a really good game. I think he went to double overtime or something like that. But uh, he he was on that Arizona team. Uh, it didn't last that long in the NBA though.
0: Yeah, he was a uh, 11th overall pick
1: by the Blazers in 08. Nate Robinson, short little fella. Uh, he obviously he's an NBA dunk champ. Um, Twice dunk contest champ. Uh, he, he he was. I mean, he's known for that. But he he was a good basketball player coming off the bench for some of these teams too. Good playoff teams too.
0: Yeah, he was a first round pick, uh, 21st overall pick by the Knicks, No. Seven. So, mm-hmm. and lastly, Randy Foy.
1: Uh, another Nova guy. Uh, mm-hmm. He was, he he was with. Uh, was he with uh, like Kyle Lowry and those guys back in like 07, 08, or was he a little older?
0: Oh, he was oh six uh, Timberwolves uh, seventh okay. overall pick.
1: Oh, so he yeah, he was a little older than Kyle yeah. Lowry. Um, he had a decent NBA career, bounced around for a while. Honestly, um, I I I remember these guys in college, but uh, when we used to play two uh, K a bunch <laughs> i'm kind of remembering these guys
0: sure sure me too yeah a lot of them were bench players but they were good 2k players if that makes yeah. sense six seventh man that would come in and kind of tear you up a little bit so yep. none of them
1: were grandy danny granger ask but uh no uh who was my chris chris middleton was a guy just oh man oh, yeah
0: nice yeah there was a guy um
1: it might maybe have been Roy Terrence,
0: Terrence yeah, Williams on, like, NBA 2K11. The first week I had it, I would drop, like, 30 a game with him. And then, you know how they update the ratings as the years go on and stuff? Then he was trash the rest of the year. Uh, that yeah. first week, he was, like, the hidden gem of the game. And then he was yeah.
1: uh, not good after who, who's the, Was it Michael Carter Williams was either really yep. good or really bad? Yep. Uh, I think he was really good on those games. Yep, At he least was. He, you, it, it you kind of find a guy where you kind of master their release point, and they're they're really good. They don't have to be actual good players, but uh, as long as you master their release point, you're uh, pretty good with them.
0: I and then you always that. had the.
1: Go ahead. I haven't I haven't played two K in like five years. But... I haven't I haven't played in a while either. But uh, of
0: course, you always had the guys too, the sharpshooters like Kyle Corvers and Clay Thompson. So you just couldn't leave open Steph Curry's, yeah. where they would just kill you. Okay. No matter who was playing, who the uh, who had the controller. So, but that's going to do it for this week's word association segment, which is brought to you by Proforma Print Two Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print Two Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Winesburg a call at 574-210-3815. So if you're looking for pins, stress balls, letter openers, fly swatters, chip clips, magnets, whatever, for any event, she's got you covered.
1: Do you just want to knock out all of our segments here and do it on this day real quick? Why not? <laughs> on this day in 1884, the first day of Test cricket at Old Trafford Manchester, first Test English versus Australia is washed out. All right <laughs> yeah uh, I, gotta, I gotta get into cricket and actually learn uh, learn the rules. Um, on this day in 1922 who won Wimbledon men's tennis? No
0: idea. You could give me 1,000 guesses.
1: <laughs> Gerald Patterson. You don't know Gerald Patterson? Nope. Uh, on this day in 1926, U.S. Open Men's Golf. You might be able to get this one. Who 26? One? 1926.
0: Oh, was it Bobby Jones?
1: It was Bobby Jones. You got her. Uh, that was about
0: the oldest golfer I can
1: remember. So. On this day in 1929, Pittsburgh Pirates outslugged the Philadelphia Phillies 15 9 at the Baker Bowl. Nine homers were hit, one in each inning, which is uh, unique in MLB history. On uh, this day in 1934, it was the second. Uh, ever All-Star Game baseball NL pitcher Carl Hubber struck out Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Jimmy Fox, Al Simmons, and Joe Cronin, uh, all in a row. Um, all Hall of Famers too, including Carl Hubble. uh But the American League still won. Cool. On this day in hmm, a lot of All-Star Game, it's one of the worst sports uh, sports weeks of the year. Pretty slow. Uh, Nineteen sixty-four, Jesus Salu is the first San Francisco Giant in forty years to get six hits in a game. I do not remember. Is that Moises' dad? Uh, Felipe's his dad. His uncle. uncle. Pretty uncle? sure it's his uncle. Um, pretty sure Felipe's his dad. So. I wonder if they
0: uh, urinated on their hands too. Probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah he he was a he was an odd fella. Good yeah. Player, though. Sure. Whatever worked. On this day in 1968, U.S. Major League Baseball announces it will split into two divisions for 1969 East and West, I assume. In fact, I know it was East and West. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> uh, on this day in 1971, who won the 100th British Open men's golf tournament? 71. 71. Let's go with Jack Nicholas. Lee Trevino. Oh, all
0: right.
1: A stroke ahead of Lu Lang Huan of Taiwan. All right. Who won the British in 1976? How about Tom Watson? Your boy, Johnny Miller. Of course. Well, I'm, I'm glad I never get him right. <laughs> won his only How? U.S. Open championship. He won by six strokes over Seve Ballesteros and Jack Nicklaus.
0: Uh, uh, you, you said that was U.S. Open? British Open. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah, okay. His, his only I knew open. he won
0: a U.S. Open, too, so. Okay. On this day in
1: 1990, the All-Star Game was played at Wrigley Field. Uh, the American League won 2 to nothing. There's not been an All-Star Game since. I think they'll get one here within the next five years or so. Can you name the All-Star MVP in 1990? This guy played fairly deep into our lifetime, too, and he was pretty old here.
0: Oh, man old there fairly deep into our lifetime so uh, uh, it's not right jose Canseco. i know he wasn't
1: old then though julio franco oh my gosh i never knew he's all-star he he was a good player people (laughs) remember him from being old but he was good
0: um
1: on this day in not 1900 something uh 2001 uh the all-star game was played at Safeco field in Seattle. i remember that one it was, uh, where it is tomorrow
0: cal ripkin was mvp he had a home run in his first time out bat one, of the game mm-hmm. yep. yep i remember yeah that was that one and then the tie in milwaukee are the two all-star games i remember the most
1: yeah yeah, um, the All Star Game. I was looking at the lineups today, and I'll talk about that a little bit. But the uh, the star power is missing, like it used to have for sure. Um, well, I feel and- like
0: like the like the Homerun Derby. Aaron Lynch and I were talking about. It, I think I think we were talking about it last week. Like we'll watch it tonight if, if we can't find anything else on that we want to watch. But it's not like appointment television that it used right. to be when I was younger. Like I'm like yeah. I gotta watch the Run and Derby.
1: And, and- a lot of that has to probably do with us getting older too. But that's true. Um, the format is so much better now than it used to be too. That's that, true too. Um, you you wish they had that format back yeah. in the day. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the super. It's 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 kind of like LeBron never doing the dunk contest where that would have never happened back in the day. He he would have been in it uh, a long Right. time ago. Right. Um. On this day in 2022. Who won Wimbledon men's tennis? Djokovic. It was Djokovic. I'll give you one more here real quick. Who won in 2016 Wimbledon men's tennis? Federer. Andy Murray. Ah,
0: Andy Murray. He honestly came to my mind, but I thought it was Federer and Nadal. I, I, I can yeah. only name you four, four tennis players. <laughs> I, know, I just, the, the four were just, I mean, I Roddick, but Roddick, Roddick never really won much. He was just the best American. That was the thing. He was the best American, but he was getting yeah. squashed by Federer and Nadal. And
1: yeah, the, the Americans haven't had a real good men's golfer in a minute. Tennis player. Tennis player in a minute.
0: They've had a lot of good men's golfers, but uh, tennis say. players, they have since Sampras and Agassi. No, nobody yeah. real, real strong. Um, yep. That'll do it for this week's On This Day segment, which is brought to you by, like it is every week, Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana Grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting them at Mooney Woodcrafts on Instagram and by searching Mooney Woodcrafts on Facebook. And if you let them know the Tan and J-Man Show sent you, you get 15% off your first sign order. So get those sign orders in. Thad does a great work. You won't regret it. Baseball? Yep, let's talk some baseball. We're at halfway point. All-star game.
1: Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, home run derby tonight. All-star game tomorrow. Trade deadline coming up here in a few weeks. So uh, some interesting times. We're hitting to the stretch run already, which is crazy. Um, but uh, attendance is up, so uh, Manfred's uh, rules are working. Um, He got
0: booed out of the building the other night, the draft.
1: He was mad, too. He (laughs) He was (laughs) mad. Um, Percentage of nine inning games this year that have lasted three or more hours, only 9%, um, as opposed to last year where that was at 57%. uh, 2021, 67%. So uh, they have dropped that by almost 60 percent over two years, uh, which is which which is just it's great to see the, it's by far the lowest number uh, this century. Uh, I only have data back to 2002, but uh, 2003 was the lowest. Twenty four percent of games went three or more hours. and We're at nine percent now. So fans are liking it. I'll be in attendance for my first pitch clock game on Saturday when the Cubs face the Red Sox. Um so uh it'll be interesting to see if I feel like I got my money's worth. Um uh, of course I didn't pay for the tickets but uh so if if, if my mother-in-law got the, got her money's worth. There you go. There <laughs> uh, you go. But uh yeah, it's um I'm I'm loving the pace. Absolutely loving it. Um so uh no complaints from me as as much as I like to complain. And I was uh, going to say you you everything. complained
0: about a lot of the rule changes. In the off
1: season, so it's yeah, nice to I, hear you kind
0: of have to eat your words a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I hated the pitch clock idea. I thought it was so stupid. Uh, but uh, and, er, and in spring training, you saw players complaining about it and then getting pitch clock violations and all that. And the pitch clock violations are happening, but they're so few and far between. Uh, in fact, Kyle Hendricks yesterday got one um, during his last warm-up toss. He didn't throw his last warm-up toss. Um in the appropriate amount of time, I guess. And they gave him a pitch clock violation. They got down one, nothing, which already ticked David Ross off. And then the guy missed a few pitches early and five pitches into the game. David Ross gets kicked out. And um, I'm paraphrasing here, t- taking out the expletives, but he he goes, Thank he you. One, uh, did, uh, uh, did you see the video at all? John boy put it out.
0: I knew he uh, got kicked out, but I didn't yeah. see it.
1: He goes, uh, of course, taking the expletives out
0: blank blank. He, he,
1: you got one game until the break, and you're already this bad. And uh, Paul, Paul O'Neill on the S yes Network said that was the best line he's ever heard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, but the Cubs haven't really been hurt by it. Um, not many teams have. You you yeah. haven't seen one in the ninth inning or anything to lose a game yet. It's it's probably going to happen eventually.
0: It happened in uh, the playoffs. But.
1: Watch. Yeah, it it it'll be like a World Series walk off, and uh, it'll be un- under a complete microscope. Uh, but um, yeah, no no complaints so far. Um, as far as uh, teams go, Cubs are seven games behind the Cincinnati Reds, which is just killing me. Just killing me to even say that. Um, but they're still in it. Uh, I there's. Their schedule gets pretty easy uh, in the second half. Of course, they face the Brewers and Reds quite a bit, which will either help or hurt. Um, but you'd, you'd rather have those head-to-head games so you can make up ground quicker. Um, but they uh, play a bunch of last-place teams like the Red Sox this weekend, who are good. I, I mean, they're in last place, but they're good. They're five games over 500. Uh They, they get to play of the Detroit Tigers, the Kansas City Royals, the White Sox, um, the Colorado Rockies a couple times. Cardinals, they're in last place. They get a place the Nationals again. So their their schedule gets pretty light. So um, they really need to come out hot because I do not think they should be selling at the trade deadline. Even if they're way out of it at the deadline, I don't think they should sell because they don't have that much to sell for one. And if they do, it'll just set them back another year or two. Um, do maybe a soft buy uh, where they go and maybe get a controllable, controllable players. Um, that are close to the big leagues or even big leaguers um, that can help them in the future. But um, as of right now, they're still kind of in it. A uh, lot of, lot of season left, of course, but uh, it, was, it, was, it was really a huge week for them, going on the road to Milwaukee and then on the road uh, to the Yankees and winning four to seven. Uh, that was pretty, that was a pretty good week. Just kind of stay afloat uh, there, but uh, they're, they're, they're pitching well. Uh, only six pitchers have gone seven and two thirds this inning and allowed one hitter less. And four of those pitchers are on the Cubs. Uh, Drew Smiley, Jameson Tyone, who's been terrible, completely shut down the Yankees on Friday. Uh, Kyle Hendricks took a no hitter into the eighth against the uh, Giants, and uh, Mark Stroman against the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, about a month ago. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're 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 hanging in. Uh, their starting pitch here in the ER, they're starting. Pitcher ERA in the first half is eighth in baseball, uh, which is pretty good. And I I, I, I think the Reds are good. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think L.A. De La Cruz is one of the top three most exciting players in all of baseball, along with Shohei Otani, Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, the reason and this could change because, again, the trade deadline's coming up. But the reason I have a hard time truly buying into the Reds is they have the third-worst starter ERA in baseball. At 5.69. The only starter ERAs worse are the Oakland A's and the Colorado Rockies, who uh, have two of the three worst records in uh, all of baseball. So, again, that could change, but they have Nick Lodolo, who's hurt. I believe Hunter Green's hurt as well. They did bring up Andrew Abbott, who's been sensational in his first five or six starts in the big leagues. Um, Of course, they're leading the division, so they should absolutely be buying at the trade deadline. I think they'll try everything in their power to pick up probably two starters just to kind of steady him a little bit, but um, elsewhere around uh, the sports that is baseball uh, Dodgers and diamondbacks are now tied in the NL West giants, just behind them two and a half games, very disappointing San Diego potters, eight and a half games out. And as I said, the Rockies. because we
0: both picked them to win it all. That's win. why
1: uh, there. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Uh, Manny Machado is having a, Bad year by his standards. Same as Andrew Bogarts. Juan Soto's been great. Fernando Tatis Jr. Snell's
0: been, been great on the mound.
1: Snell's been great. Yeah, that's it's been really weird. Darvish is not having a good year for him, but it's it's been it's been really strange uh, as to why they are not. I, I wonder good. if it's
0: sometimes you know in sports when we see these teams get tons of talent on paper, it doesn't mesh always in the in the locker room or the clubhouse. And
1: yeah. And we don't. Um, we haven't heard is-
0: of anything, but.
1: Yeah, this is uh, off-topic, but uh, some breaking news. Um, Pat Fitzgerald has been this. fired. Yep, Pat's Fitz, Pat Fitzgerald has been fired by Northwestern.
0: Well, that will – I was going to ask after the, we talked baseball if we wanted to cover that or not, but that – now we will. So,
1: yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, after, after baseball we will cover that. I didn't see a scenario where Fitzgerald was – I the, didn't either.
0: I, I, I just thought maybe – we, we would let it play out a little bit and talk about next week. Cause by next week, I didn't think he'd have a job, but since he is fired and it's breaking news there in the podcast, we, we will talk about
1: it. So. Yeah. Um, back, back to baseball somehow, uh, the, uh, <laughs> Atlanta Braves best record in baseball now, believe it or not, uh, 60 and 29, they are the odds on favorite to win at all. I mean, they got the power, they got the pitching, they got the speed. Ronald Acuna jr. Who, who was my MV, who's been my MVP pick like the past three years? Uh, is probably the guy that's going to win it this year looking at his numbers. Hitting 331, 21 homers, 41 steals already, 408 on base, 582 slugging. He's been the best player in baseball and the best team in baseball. Uh, so unless he gets hurt or has a terrible Second half, he's probably going to be the MVP. But then you have Matt Olson, who's I believe leading the National League in homers, if not the majors in homers. Ozzy Albies has 22 homers. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, who's a scumbag, he's having a pretty good year. Austin Riley's having a good year. Sean Murphy's having a great year uh, behind the plate for them. So, and then, and then you look at their pitching: Bryce Elder, ERA under three. Spencer Strider, one of the best pitchers in baseball. The old man Charlie Morton's been a fantastic uh, so far this year. Bullpen, it has some question marks, but who doesn't have question marks in the bullpen?
0: Olsen's second in the league behind Otani in home runs.
1: Okay, duh. Of of course, Otani's ahead of him. Uh, In in the NL, anyway. Um, Yes, yes. He's leading. But uh, number one ERA in all of baseball, or in the National League, they have the best batting average, best on-base percentage, best slugging percentage, most home runs. They're seventh in steals. Uh, This is a loaded team um, that uh, it's – it's World Series or bust. I don't think they'll be happy if they don't win the World Series. Uh, but then behind them, uh, they're eight and a half games out, but they are, uh, but they have the second best record in the National League. Uh, is the Miami Marlins, believe it or not? Um, they're pitching great. Uh, they have Louis Arise, who's flirting with four hundred, still hitting three eighty three. Jorge Soler has providing them with power. They they need some offensive help. They're twelfth in runs. Um, and that's mainly because they're 12th in home runs in the National League. They are uh, second in batting average, so they make contact. But uh, their their pitching's been solid so far, and that's even with NL Cy Young winner last year, Sandy Alcantara having a bad year uh, so far. So you expect him to be better. But uh, yeah, I um, kind of like with you uh, following. You know uh, Denver sports because you're a Broncos fan. You kind of jump on the Rockies bandwagon. You kind of jumped on the Nuggets. A little bit. I, I think
0: anybody is yeah. welcome to jump on the Rockies
1: bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> I've 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 kind of jumped on the uh, I've kind of jumped on the Heat bandwagon. I've kind of jumped on the Marlins bandwagon a little bit. No, I'm not going to root for the Marlins. But uh, sure. sure, I but... like if if anyone's going to go to the World Series in the National League, I wouldn't mind it being the Marlins. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the American league, Tampa Bay still pacing the AL East only two games up on Baltimore. They, they, they lost
0: seven in a row uh, at one point in the last two weeks. Um, Tampa Bay did. I didn't even see that. Yeah. yeah. They were on seven game losing streak just last week.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, right behind them are the Orioles. No, nobody behind it took advantage right? of it. That was the thing yeah. though. Nobody behind it really well, took they, the, advantage of it. The Orioles kind of did. Uh, only, only two Not games in 19 games over 500. Uh, but... Uh, the the Yankees didn't. Uh, Blue Jays haven't yet. Uh, if they're gonna at all, Adley Rutschman's one of the best catchers in baseball. He's in the uh, home run. This this is the problem with the home run derby though. There's not that star power as we talked. No. about. No. Uh, Adley Rutschman's in it. He has 12 homers this year. He's slugging 423. Uh, he he might put on an absolute show during batting practice, and that might be why he's in. Uh, but uh, there's there's just not that star power. I mean, Pete Alonso. If he wins, here, here's a trivia question. Uh, if Pete Alonso wins tonight, it'll be the third time he's won. Only one other player has won three times. It was my birdie or bogey question last week.
0: Ken Griffey Jr. Oh. <laughs> shows uh, shows that I watched the show, <laughs> and, and and Aaron Lynch got
1: it right. So uh, okay. Yep. Uh, well, That's all right. That.
0: Er, earlier, you said you didn't listen to it, so it's all right. It's all uh,
1: right. I, uh, I I watched the first part of it where you congratulate Megan and I, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, but uh, I almost had that as my birdie bogey this week, and I'm really glad I switched it up last second. So I, I would have played, played it dumb too. Oh man, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Rutschman's in it. Pete Alonso's in it. Um, we have Luis Robert Robert. Uh, who he's is the one seed, right? Uh, yeah. He's second in the American league in homers. Uh, one of the, he's the only he 26. Yep. White Sox player worth watching. Uh Garcia is four seed. He has a ton of power down in Texas. Randy Orozarena. They say puts on an absolute show uh, for Tampa Bay, Julio Rodriguez, who was great last year in the home run derby for the Mariners. He'll be the crowd favorite. Uh, and then, then there is some star power with Mookie Betts and then Vlad Guerrero jr. Uh, so it's, um, but you, you, you don't have those, personalities like you did with griffey sosa mcguire bonds those that just never
0: will again i don't think
1: yeah yeah you really don't um and uh unless shohei otani is in it which he's i believe he's been in it before
0: he has uh, been but, in it before yeah
1: um but yeah yeah and then do you, have a, uh, you, got do you have a pick Do you have a pick for it tonight uh this will be the J man's book it prediction of the week um i don't know why but i'm feeling randy Orosa or Arena from Tampa Bay. He's the five seed. I think the winner will come out of that Gar- uh, Dolas Garcia and a Randy and Rosarena matchup is, is my guess. So, j Book of Bridges of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis watching for life, home, auto, business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. Email us Travis.watchering at infb.com. Everybody in the AL East is five games over 500 at least, which is absurd. Um, Yankees cannot hit without Aaron Judge. They have an on-base percentage below 300 since uh, Judge has been out. And it got their uh, hitting coach fired with uh, them uh, hiring the mayor, Sean Casey, from MLB Network Studios to come uh, teach him hitting.
0: This is the first coach in the Brian Cashman era to be fired during the season.
1: Wow. Cashman's mm-hmm. been there since the 90s. So, yes. Uh, yep. I wonder if uh, Cashman's feeling his seat getting a little warm. I
0: think – I'm sure I'm one of many Yankee fans that wouldn't mind him leaving. Just a just yeah. change, change. It just, yeah. I don't know, it's stale. And, and I'll be honest, uh, you know, Steinbrenner was on the S Network on the Michael Kay show about two weeks yeah. or so yeah. ago, and he pretty much stated if the Yankees get to the, make the playoffs and are 90% healthy or 90% yeah. of their opening day roster is healthy and they get out early, there's going to be some talks Hmm. But he, I didn't like him saying that because it left some wiggle room there to where, oh, if they make the playoffs but they're injured and we get yeah. ousted, probably no changes. Like, I, I wish he wouldn't have said that.
1: But. Yeah, he, he shouldn't have said anything because that, right. that right. puts him in a corner. If Right. You know, if things uh, – right. yeah, it just puts him in a corner. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, in, and you just look up and down their lineup. No one really scares you. Stanton's kind no. of past his prime. Rizzo's been horrendous since about May 15th um josh donaldson has 14 hits he's this awful. year 10 of them are homers. i've never seen a player booed that bad <laughs> uh he he did hit one on
0: uh, uh joey gallo was, was booed there. pretty bad last year as a yeah, Yankee. yeah they,
1: they they didn't like gallo no at all. um harrison bader sucks um uh, Volpe's Volpe struggling he's terrible yeah um dj lemay who's been awful yeah he's you know, over uh, he's a little washed yeah, they, they, they have all these old guys that are trying yeah. to carry the team without uh, their superstar Judge right. and it's not going well. They have really good pitching, though. So they the, do. That'll, that'll keep them in it.
0: Garrett Cole starting tonight, the All-Star Games.
1: Uh, is he starting? Okay. He is starting. Then, or tomorrow. Tomorrow, 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 night, tomorrow, excuse me. Yeah. You know. uh, but then we shift to the worst division in baseball, which is the AL Central with the Cleveland <sighs> Guardians Oof. winning the Central at 45-45. and 45. Uh, White Sox are 16 games under five hundred, but they're only eight <laughs> games out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard their GM say today, um, ev- everyone's available except four <laughs> players. Um, <laughs> so ev- everyone except the good players are available to uh, a trade. Um, Royals should just disband. They're 40 games under 500. Uh, they are right there. Uh, they're as bad. If, they're, they're not worse, but they are as bad as the Oakland Athletics. Uh, then you got the AL West, Texas Rangers are still winning that division, although they haven't played that great here the past few weeks. Uh, Houston's right on their tail. But
0: uh. Real quick before we move on, who's your first half MVP? I think I know that answer, but who's your MVP? Who's your scion? Who's your uh, most surprising team? And who's your uh, biggest letdown so far?
1: Um. So my MVP in the National Leagues, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, MVP in the American League's pride probably Corey Seager. I, he missed. Oh, like okay. M-
0: that that surprised me. I thought you'd say Shohei Otani.
1: It's gonna be Shohei Otani. I forgot about him. My apologies. Thirty-two Shohei. home runs. He's uh, <laughs> who's putting on one of the greatest shows in the history. One hundred and
0: three hits, thirty-two home runs, seventy-one RBIs. He's through to break three three hundred two that
1: last year. And I, yeah. for some reason, chose Corey Seager. I am. Very sorry to... um, It's
0: because the Angels are never on TV, or if they are for Central and Eastern time, it's really late at night. Nobody watches. really
1: dumb. It's Shohei time. Yes. Uh, But, yeah, and he's probably... He's not this Cy Young, but uh, he's probably going to win Cy Young, too. He's incredible. Um, Cy Young in the National League? Man. Justin Steele's leading the ERA. At least he was. Um, It's probably going to be like Spencer Stroud. Zach Gallen. He's starting the All-Star game. I'm going to choose Zach Gallen. Uh, for the National League, and I'm probably gonna choose Garrett Cole because he's been great. Uh, Even Kirk,
0: Kershaw's been pretty good, ten and four. And
1: Kershaw's been great. He's hurt, two point five five ERA. But yeah, yeah. Uh, most surprising team in the National League, uh, the Marlins. I, I I think I had them being decent, uh, competing for a wild card spot, but I don't think they'd be 14 games over. Uh, most disappointing team in the National League, Cardinals, uh, 14 yeah. games under 500. Padres, Mets could also be on. There. I was going to
0: say Mets, which I love, but you could yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: American League most surprising, I would say. Uh, you you can say Baltimore. I think people thought they'd be pretty good, but in that division you thought they'd finish fourth or fifth, but they're 19 games over 500. So uh, they've been a very pleasant surprise. Uh, most disappointing, I think I had the White Sox win in the Central because uh, that division's terrible and they've been terrible in it. Uh, so uh, it's probably the White Sox. Uh, Mariners have been fairly disappointed. They're only game under 500, six games out, but uh, thought people thought they'd be better. So um, you actually the, had the
0: Twins. You had the Twins winning the Central, but I, you had the White Sox
1: right. making the playoffs. Okay. Uh, the before we move on, uh, the MLB draft uh, is taking place. It's now over for the rounds three through ten today, and they'll do eleven through twenty tomorrow. But uh, Paul Skeen's number one overall pick to the Pittsburgh Pirates, generational type. Talent as hyped as, I would say, Steven Strasburg, Mark Pryor uh, sort of deal. So that's going to be fun having him in the Central. Uh, And then his teammates, Dylan Cruz, went second. So they're the first pair of teammates to go one and two ever. Um, As far as the Cubs, they took uh, Big Ten Player of the Year, Matt Shaw, on the first round. He's a shortstop out of Maryland. Batted ball data is fantastic. They think he'll move through the system really quick. Um, So I'm very happy with that pick. Of course, he won't know for two or three years. Uh, but last year, Cubs barely took any hitters. This year, they've taken, and through the first 10 rounds, they've taken five college bats, two high school bats, and only three pitchers so far. They're all uh, college pitchers. So uh, uh, I love the MLB draft. And honestly, I watched it on ESPN, and the ESPN coverage of the MLB draft was so much better than the NBA draft because you didn't have to worry about those stupid interviews with parents. Uh, they actually talked about baseball, which I was very happy for. Yeah, and they did not do that uh, with. Uh, basketball
0: yes sir good stuff a lot of good mlb talk
1: thank you thank you sir
0: well you're ready to go ahead and talk about the the
1: breaking news that came across the, yeah the pod yeah uh patty fitzgerald fitzgerald <laughs> oh man i need to go to bed pat fitzpatrick is that the name Fitzpatrick? fitzgerald <laughs> i really need to go to bed Holy crap! I was thinking <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. I was thinking Pat Fitzgerald. Oh yeah, you man. had it right with Patty
0: Fitzgerald. Didn't I, you? I had it. I, yeah, I had yes, it. It, it yes.
1: It. Uh, the, this this guy went from like like a guy with a lifetime contract, yep. never gonna end, and then within two days, all comes crashing down on him.
0: It, it's amazing when this stuff kind of happens. A lot of times, smoke leads to fire, and that's what kind of happened here. Uh, for those of you listening or watching that don't know what's been going on, there was a lot of um, hazing allegations that came out, some racism, Pretty bad stuff too. Allegations that came out. Um, you know, some people, some players came to defense of Fitzgerald. Others, not so much. Um, university kind of poo pooed it at first, gave him a two week suspension. Going to look into it more. More and more came out. It got to the point leading up to today's show where we were even talking. It's probably just a matter of of when, not if.
1: Yeah. Have to credit the um, the school paper there because um, yeah. uh, it was two journalists, and a lot of times you're scared to go after the football program, uh, but they went after it and they dug up some pretty terrible stuff that has happened over the past 10, 15 years. Um, and they, uh, broke it. And, um, so, so credit to them, uh, cause that's a scary proposition going up against your moneymaker.
0: Well, they shouldn't have underestimated their school of journalism because it's one yeah. of the best, if not the yeah. best in the country up there with Syracuse.
1: So it is I mean, funny though, to see all these Northwestern grads that are buddies with, uh, Pat Fitzgerald. Um, they, they, they would go scorched earth on anyone else. But with this one, they're like, Oh, hold, hold on here. Yeah um so it's it it's been kind of funny watching them uh kind of backtrack a little bit
0: but Fitzgerald's a legend within the school mm-hmm. um it, back to his playing days a great linebacker northwestern never made the pros so he's one of those guys that was all-american great That's collegiate player just didn't make yeah just didn't make the pros but he uh was part of the rose bowl team in, in the 90s um and then really you know uh randy walker unfortunately passed away and the Fitzgerald took over and did some things nobody had done in that program. He got him to a Big Ten championship game. Now that was the 2020 shortened COVID season, but he he got him to the Big Ten championship game. Um, many different New Year's New Year's polls, won nine games a couple times, maybe ten games. But I mean, they, they they became a respectable program again. Mm-hmm. But the last four years have been pretty rough. Uh, since 2020, 21, 22. So Last two years, yeah. I think 19 was also rough for him. So, uh, three to last four years, pretty rough for Northwestern. I wonder if that made this decision any easier on administration. Thinking, well, you know, now with this scandal, now we have a reason to fire him. So whereas, if we were gonna fire him, it would have been more difficult just to fire him for poor performance on the field. Because I you know in our friend group, even before this all came out, it's like, is he ever gonna get on the hot seat? Because any other coach in the big 10 if they were doing this would be on the hot seat so um but now i mean it's july 10th camp's gonna be opening up first week of august do they have time to find a full-time replacement or they just gotta have to go interim route for the 2023
1: season yeah you gotta go interim um i actually have my birdie or my birdie bogey my word association ready for next week already it is uh coaches that have been fired or resigned, uh, in disgrace. So it, it was kind of Probably a fun list one. to go through. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, it's too close to camp. You, you gotta go the interim route. It, it reminds me a little bit of Tim Beckman with the hazing rumors, that sort of stuff, abuse. Uh, he was fired. I think he was fired a week before the season started though. Um, and, well, Ke- and Kevin they, Wilson,
0: Kevin Wilson, then yeah. in Indiana.
1: Yeah. L- luckily Illinois had a former, uh, Western Michigan head coach on staff that he can kind of take over. I don't know who Northwestern has, but uh, I'm sure uh, coaches from other schools are after their players back channeling everything they can do to try to get these guys to transfer. Um, And I would not be surprised, especially with USC, UCLA, entering the big 10, the world of the NIL and the transfer portal. I would not be surprised if Northwestern goes into complete anonymity like they used to be. Um, and be, uh, one or two, I hope I pronounced it right. I've been practicing all day. Um, they, uh, they, um, now nah, I've lost my train of thought. So I was so proud of myself for using a big word. Um, they, uh, go back to winning two, three games a year, uh, like they used to.
0: I'm looking at their coaching staff. I don't recognize, and right. I, I don't know why I thought I might, I don't recognize any of their assistants. Hmm. Um, so I couldn't tell you if they have any coaching experience, head coaching experience or not.
1: You know, our, our friend Evan Webb put out a funny thing with Lovey Smith. Um, he is unemployed. He uh, obviously is well-known in Chicago. Uh, terrible at Illinois. But at, at least for a one-year sort of deal, maybe he can keep them together. Um, but I, I doubt he'd want to go back to college route cause He he hated the college route so much. But, again, Chicago sort of deal. Uh, it, I've I, I've seen things make less sense than that
0: before uh, a friend of the podcast uh, Aaron Lynch texted me earlier today asked me if I thought Fitzgerald uh, was gonna get fired and I said yeah you know um, everything's not helping them everything more and more that's coming that has been coming out is definitely not helping his case and he said do you think Jim Leonard could be a candidate yeah. um, because Leonard is not employed anywhere right yep. now um, maybe I mean he does know the B- Big Ten landscape but i don't i don't know if that
1: fit would make sense i don't i don't know what northwestern's gonna be looking for i, I mean the guy who comes in is going to be um, taking over a dumpster fire of a program because i i imagine a lot of these guys are going to leave right um you're, you're gonna have to start over it's it, it's it's not as bad as the penn state joe paw situation uh, but in a sense, as far in, uh, they're they're not going to get the death penalty or any sort of that. Get the scholarships taken away, I can't imagine. Uh, but um, it's it's going to be fairly similar as far as just you're going to have to rebuild and do it fairly quickly, which is going to be tough at Northwestern. This helps Illinois out a lot, <laughs> recruiting wise, because uh, Northwestern was not letting a lot of guys out of their area in uh, the Chicago land or in the suburbs, and uh, slowly but surely. Um, Bielma's kind of infiltrated the suburbs a little bit, and now hopefully he can just get them down on lock. But, uh, yeah, going back to uh, the Northwestern thing, uh, quite the fall from grace. Uh, as as we said, this guy had like a lifetime sort of contract there. Could do anything without getting fired. And uh, he uh, messed around and uh, found out, and it could happen. I'm
0: trying to f- see if I can find out. If it's Out coaching tree or – or anything here of a a former ex-Northwestern uh, players who are coaches. I'm trying to look up see if I can find anything. But um, Isn't
1: Mike Kafka like a really um, good head coaching candidate in the NFL? That sounds um, correct. He does is the correct. offensive coordinator for the Giants. Um, I, I know he's a pretty good or pretty hot candidate as far as uh, head coaching goes in the NFL. So maybe maybe he's a the guy they reach out to. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that that's a good one. I didn't think about that one. That's a good one. Yeah, because I'm struggling. They're the one Big Ten team I can't even think of. Many good players they've had that have played at the NFL level. I mean, Trevor Simeon's still hanging around. He's a backup team somewhere. Uh, Vi- not the Vikings. Who signed him? <clears throat> Somebody signed him. I remember who it was somebody signed him the one Bang- bangles 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 signed him made okay. Joe Burrow's backup yes <laughs> yes Cincinnati Bengals signed him um, yeah but it that'll be interesting I mean it's uh, kind of the first bit of college football talk we've had in a while and uh, starting here in uh, two weeks not next week but the week after that we're gonna we're gonna break up our college football preview show a little bit this year not do so much. Over to the landscape of college football, the week of the opening game. We're going to break down by conferences, by conferences heading up to that week, and then do Big Ten the week of that would be the last Monday of August. So, is, starting in yeah, two we, weeks,
1: we pretty much only did talked about Big Ten for like five minutes and then kind of scrambled. that's a good point. Uh, that's be, a good point. So, it'll be kind of nice to preview some of the other conferences. I'm going to do some research. Cause I don't know much.
0: I think we're going to talk. uh, I think the schedule I proposed to you was Big 12, I think will be the first one. Uh, Yeah, Big 12 on. We're going to go Big 12 on July 24th, then Pac 12 on the 31st. Skip a week, and then we'll pick up with the ACC on the 14th, SEC 21st, Big 10 28th. And we'll throw another name in there with ACC too, because they might as well be a member of the ACC. Something we haven't done before, but uh, (laughs) thought it would break it up a little bit and get, help us give us some new topics to talk about yeah. too, a little bit, because we're kind of in the dead period right now.
1: Yep. The Besides, baseball. The
0: summer. Besides baseball, which I guess golf next week is the, the, the open or the British open is next week. So we'll have that to talk about a little bit next week, but uh, any other thoughts about Fitzgerald or Northwestern, Fitz,
1: Northwestern? Patrick, you mean it's, it's yeah, it's, it's yeah. Patrick now.
0: You had Matthew Fitzpatrick on the brain. It's okay, and and you had Ryan Fitzpatrick on the Patrick. brain. You could either one, probably more Ryan. Matthew's a golfer, probably uh, more Ryan
1: Fitzpatrick. Heard that name before. It's definitely Ryan.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, but because because it sounds like Northwestern's baseball coach could be getting in yeah. trouble here soon too with some allegations, and yeah. not a good few last days for Northwestern athletics. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh boy.
0: Which I know makes you chuckle. So yeah.
1: But. I'm just hoping the basketball team's next. Actually, you know, I'm I'm not rooting for any scandals. i that, that's right fair. Uh, but that's uh, fair.
0: yeah, it's uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to learn more about this as the next week progresses and see what direction Northwestern decides yeah. they're going to ultimately go with this because n- it's never good timing for any of this to happen, but especially less than a month before your uh, your season begins.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems like it always happens at the worst time too. True, it never happens in the middle of January or middle of March or whenever when nothing's happening. But uh,
0: yeah, and yeah, I, I think it's pretty safe to say he will not get another head coaching job. And and like you yeah. said, what a fall for a grace because at one time he was always rumored to be like the USC next
1: USC coach or Chicago Bears. I've heard his name or Chicago for the Bears. Bears yes. Bit. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And, we got a few minutes left here. Uh, I want to go back to the All Star Game real quick, uh, just to knock that out. Maybe we can do that segment you texted me about earlier next week,
0: uh, mm-hmm. where we have mm-hmm.
1: where we have more time uh, to talk about it. But uh, yeah, here's the <clears throat> lack of star power that uh, we have in baseball now, which which is concerning. I mean, they have guys, and some of this has to do with Mike Trout being hurt. Aaron Judge being hurt. That would make the American League lineup look a little better. But uh, Marcus Simeon leading off tomorrow night, great second baseman. He's just not a name that people are like, oh, man, Marcus Simeon. Uh, Shohei Otani, obviously superstar. Randy Rosarana, great. Corey Seager, great. Yandy Diaz, first base, good player for Tampa Bay. The average fan doesn't really know him. Same with Adolis Garcia, who's in the home run derby tonight. He's starting in center. Austin, Austin Hayes, left fielder for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, people don't really know him. Josh Young, third baseman, Texas Rangers. Jonah Heim, catcher, Texas Rangers. A lot of that has to do with fan voting, too. And the teams that are good usually get the players voted in. Um, so that kind of happens. Do you, do you remember that one year where, like, the Kansas City Royals had, like, seven starters? Yes. Like that? Wasn't uh, that the year
0: Kansas City hosted?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I, and I remember 2016 when the Cubs were they had, like, nine All-Stars. And, sure five-star or something like that. So mm-hmm. uh, the National League has a little more star power. You have Ronald Acuna Jr. in center, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, Nolan Arenado, Luis Array, Sean Murphy, rookie Corbin Carroll, Orlando is starting at short, which is uh, because the Braves are good and their fans uh, voted him in. But uh, uh, I, I like the National League to win. I just think they're a little better this year, especially with Trout and Judge being out, uh, but a little deeper i'll well. take
0: the american league to differ from you
1: um in the national league central every team i every team in baseball gets one player uh but uh the reds brewers cardinals pirates only got one player uh and and the cubs got three players in uh, marcus stroman justin stealing and b swanson uh swanson's on the injured list so he's not gonna play stroman said he'd, he's not gonna pitch at all because he i mean he, he was pitching the world baseball classic so he's like i, I need a break and uh, hopefully you see Justin Steele for an inning because he's been uh, fantastic. But, uh, yeah, give give me the National League. Um, they haven't won too many, I don't think, unless they won last year. Um, re- re- remember that stretch where they, like, lost 15 in a row? Uh, something like that. It was
0: like the East for the NBA for the longest time.
1: Yeah, yeah, the East was always really good. Back um, when they did that
0: and didn't have team captains in a draft and all that stupid stuff. I hate, yeah, that's why I don't even watch it
1: anymore. I uh, mean,
0: Jokic was the last player picked this year. Was it this year? or right, Last year? In the stupid right, thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the American League, one, two, three, four, five in a row. Then they tied uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They did not lose eleven in a row. Then the National League won three in a row, and the American League has won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in a row. So, wow! Uh, I didn't realize yeah, that. National League is due. Uh, yeah, they are for sure. Uh, do you want to hear my bird bogey here real quick? Yes, I do. Please wrap yep. her up. Anthony Edwards signed this massive deal, five year, could be worth up to two hundred sixty million. He has scored four over forty eight hundred points, which is the fourth most by a player before turning twenty two years old in NBA history. Can you name the three others to have scored more? Two gets you a birdie, or not a birdie, a par. Sorry. Well,
0: I got to think of guys who came in the league at 18 years old, mm-hmm. or 18 or 19. Let's go LeBron James. Correct. Let's go Carmelo Anthony.
1: Correct. So I'm at, a I'm at a par? Yep. I didn't think you'd get Carmelo. Yeah, but... he's,
0: well, I missed him on something not too long ago. and Oh, I, hmm, I got two guys in mind here. I don't know how old this guy was when he got a league, so I'm gonna go with the other one, Kobe Bryant.
1: Incorrect.
0: Is Kevin Garnett?
1: No, Kevin Durant.
0: Kevin Durant. Yeah. I never remember him. And another one I was thinking was Iverson, but I couldn't remember how old yeah. he was when he got in the league from Georgetown. So I never think about Kevin Durant.
1: I, I just know, I don't know
0: why. And he's an ultimate score, and I just don't think about him.
1: That was a value. Uh, effort, so. I'll take a par. Well, I feel good being tied. I feel good yeah. being tied. Thanks for watching. Tan and J Man show live on ISC Sports Network. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode. Have a fantastic week, everybody.